I'm your host, Angela Nice, and this is Uncultured, a talk series, shows, podcast, video diary, voice diary, outlet for my thoughts, a culture of love, a culture of hate, a culture of necessity, a culture of alignment, and a culture of growth and change and love and laugh and light. This is Uncultured. Thank you for tuning in. I want you to think about everything a person did or wronged you. Think about all the hurt that you felt when maybe that woman, that man, that woman, that person left you. When he went to another person. When somebody told you that something would happen and they didn't. When you just stopped, you was really feeling somebody and they just stopped talking to you. Remember that time your dad said he was going to pick you up and he never did. Remember that time your mom said he told you to shut the fuck up. Remember everything that hurt you in your life and sit in it. Remember that time that nigga hurt you. Like the day he said he never would. He'll never be one of them niggas and he hurt you. Remember that. Feel that pain, bro. Like, what the fuck are you hiding for? Like, there's no reason to... There's no reason to hide from it. Like, healing is a journey that goes back to yourself. Like, you dig and you dig and you dig. And you just gotta find the self that makes you true and happy. Because a lot of a lot of the times, we play people's roles of ourselves. <clears throat> we don't live in our truth and we don't live in our authentic true self. Now, if you would have met me when I was probably 16 or 15, I really couldn't explain to you who I really was. Because I really didn't know. Like, honest answer, honest to God, I was just living, I was just being there. Like, I was just like, okay. I was probably like a carbon copy. So, like, people always ask me, like, what was I, what were you like? I'm not going to cap. No one asked me that shit. But, um, I, like, I people be like, oh, bitch, I just said no one asked you about that shit. Okay. Hypothetically. People ask, like, what do you, um, what were you like in college? I mean, in high school. I'm just like, I was just, I was just there. Like, I, I really never fit in. Like, my first high school was, like, the only black kid. Like, it's like 40 black kids out of 8,000. Like, what the fuck? The second high school, I was, like, the girl from Jersey and from Hicks. I was in Hicksville, but this country-ass town. And I was, like, they thought I was, the b- bitches got mad because all them niggas started looking at me. I'm, like, bitch, are you ugly? Like, you're, I'm not, how was it my fault that your nigga doesn't talk to you no more? How? How? He approached me. Okay, no, I'm done. And then when I went, to, when I moved back home, like, it was just like, it wasn't my school and I felt a place because these niggas have known each other since middle school, like elementary school. And I just didn't fit in because I didn't know any of them. And it was my last two years of high school. I wasn't impressed. So I just like went to school, went home on my business. I mean, I had friends and we did some shit, but like, other than that, like, other than that, I was just like, I really never had a place. And then when I come to college, I feel like I felt like I was at home, especially coming to HBCU. It really helped me come into my person, my personality. And there's so many opportunities. I think a lot of the misconception in being an HBCU student is like, we think we're like, ooh, uber black, black power, black pride. You crackers can't tell me nothing. But like, bitch, I was always black. (laughs) Nothing changed about me having my skin tone. It was just like, I was proud of my skin color and it was no longer a burden. And it was just like something to be praised of and to see black business owners and to see black engineers and black scientists and to see all the talent that comes from my school is amazing because it's like i love being surrounded with this many black professionals like it's like a level up and you see the fit and we dress and we have a good time it's like a big huge family reunion so if you ever have a decision to make go to hbcu i say choose it hbcu was my first choice i didn't want to go 
a lot of people be like, I'm from New Jersey, and I went to school in North Carolina, seven hours away from home. People are like, why didn't you go to Rutgers? Why didn't you go to Ryder? Now, I would have never went to Rutgers, ghetto. Too many people in my school. No, I don't want to be in New Jersey. I didn't want to go to Keene, nothing. I was going to maybe go to Rowan, but they didn't have my major. The only school I would have ever and ever considered was Ryder, because I, I had friends that went there, and I knew they was lit, and I like, and had a really good business program. Ryder's 15 minutes away from my house. I'm not going to make my mom pay another two, three $3,000 for me to sleep in a dorm room when I live 15 minutes away. And I didn't want to be home. And she'd be like, Andrea, go wash some dishes. That's... <laughs> so, you know what I did? The easiest decision for me to make, <laughs> take my ass in North Kakalaki. And I grew into a person that I didn't know was possible. I met people that I never speak to again. I met people I made lifelong friends with. And I met people that... You know, taught me so much shit just but just by being in this atmosphere and then like coming into your upperclassmen years and going from my freshman my freshman year experience and my sophomore year experience are totally two different worlds. My freshman year experience, I was kinda like, Oh, cool, this is all this shit. I went to parties. I mean like who doesn't party their freshman year? Like it's like you're new, it's different. Of course I party. It's like experience it. Like you party to party, you enjoy to have fun. I'm not saying my <laughs> shit. Shit. But yeah, you know, you just enjoy. So I was like having fun. I had a my 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 floor was really fun and lit. And then I just really did. I had I joined one club. They said join one club. I did that, and I I joined two. And then I lived and I I laughed and and then I was just like sophomore year. I just I mean freshman year I made a I made a vow and I was like I just want to be known for some other shit and because some shit happened. I was like all right, bet. So fresh sophomore year I got in all these clubs. I did all this shit and then I I maintained my shit like I had so many classes I had 18 credit hours my spring semester and I got a 4.0 bro like do you know how big that shit was for me because as a person as a I was naturally smart like dead ass and like when you go for high school smart and college smart two different fucking things high school you cannot do shit in your class and have a 4.0 damn near it is so easy to have a fucking 4.0 in high school. I barely did homework in high school. College, you miss a point of assessment and you down to a C. You see, can't do all that. Can't do all that. But no, it's just like, just like gratification. I felt that like I put myself to a goal and then I stuck to it. And I, I, I played the course and my mental health, you know, there were some times like some professors ain't always going to be nice. I had an anxiety attack for presenting. I was having anxiety about having to present in class i talked to the teacher she was like all right well sis i don't she was like i gave y'all ample enough time to uh to um to present i'm like but sis like literally it was giving me i literally couldn't i did not leave my room because i did not want to present in your class like my hand was shake i could not and she was like well so i had to eat that i had to eat that seat so that's why i made that i made a vow my spring semester to Get a 4.0. Because I was like, these niggas about to, not about to play you. They're not about to play you. Like, you ain't about your shit. Like, like you ain't the, the baddest thing walking, motherfucker. It's it's schoolwork and academics. And I'm proving to myself time and time again that, like, I'm here for a reason. And I'm, I'm showing people my reason every day. And it's just, like, living in your purpose and living who you truly want. Set a goal and stick it out. Like, just put it forth it could be as small as like damn i'm gonna pass this motherfucking class pass it pass all of them like it could be as simple as like damn i'm gonna join me a club like fuck it i'm about to join sab join sab do everything that makes you feel good because when i tell you when i saw that fucking 4.0 at the bottom of my fucking gb aaa i took 18 motherfucking credit hours 
Last time I took 18 credit, I was a freshman year, and I had a lot of shit going on. A lot of shit going on. So, like, it's just, like, never worry from the path that God gave you and never worry from the path you gave yourself. And don't ever feel like a task is too heavy for you to handle because God would have never presented in your life if he think you couldn't handle it. That's why, like, everything, every idea, every dream I get, I know I can implement that shit because there is no way in hell. I'm sorry, God. Like, I'm sorry. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way in hell. Sorry. I had to cross my feet. There's no way in hell that he would ever, like, put me in a predicament I couldn't handle. And if I can't handle it, okay, one one fall is a leg down. Baby, I can still put two legs up and be right back where I was. Like, I don't stress about shit I can't control. I don't stress about shit I can't handle. Like, people be like, why are you so laid back? I'm like, I don't stress about shit I can't handle. Like, I can't control what goes around me. I can control me and how I align with my spirit and align with myself. Like, why am I going to be stressed about the future when it's 50 years away? Like, I don't get where we came up with this timeline. 30, you die. Like, bitch, I don't care about no fucking 30. I don't care about... Sh- <laughs> I'm living in it now. I'm I'm in the prime of my life. 18 to 24 is a prime, prime age for women. Like, bitch, this is our... This is our bad bitch years. We're going to be a bad bitch till we die, but this is our bad bitch years. This is our... This is the shit you tell your kids about. And... <laughs> If you think I'm going to be stressing about shit that's six years, ten years in advance, hell no. I'm going to live the fuck out of my 20s. I'm enjoying 19, and 19 is about to wrap up, and I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of 20. And I'm going to live every day like it's my last because I don't carpe diem, seize the day, do it. Everything, everything that makes you happy. Don't live out of fear. Live out of love and light and happiness. I don't do shit that doesn't make me feel good. I'm quick to quit a job. I'm quick to drop a nigga. Bitch, don't play me. Don't play me. Everything is replaceable, sweetie. Except me, because I'm <laughs> hurt, that bitch. But it's like, like, who told y'all that y'all had to have an expiration date on your life? Who? Like, who put this, I'm 30, I need to be married and have three kids, 30 kids, and I'm on a salary. Bro, like, don't stress. Like, I don't, when I say this, I really mean it, bro. If you think, okay, of course I go look at Zillow, and I'm looking at, like, apartments because that's just what i like to do is very common to look at i'm like i like decorating things in my mind i like walking around target and marshall's and home good and decorating my home I'm like oh that'd be good in the foyer bitch what foyer you live in a dorm room and nine months out of the year bitch what foyer what um what island kitchen island what patio what pool what garden like what are we talking about but it's just do things that you like to do like I'll never get these years back, and I'll be damned if I spend my fucking college years, my last two years in college, worried about shit I can't control. The the best way to make God laugh is start a plan. So why plan my life if I already know it's not? I'm not saying like shit won't eleven eleven. I'm not saying your dreams won't come forward, but don't be like I'm gonna have a child by thirty, be married by twenty nine, and we're gonna be moving across the country at thirty five, and then my kids gonna be born. No, bitch, like. Don't put a timeline on your life because that's an LOL. Whenever people are like, what age do you like to have kids? Whenever I have them, I'm not pressed as long as I'm married and I'm billionaire. I'm billionaire. I'm not. I'm not popping up. Ain't, ain't shit popping up this motherfucking pussy unless I got a band to my motherfucking. Okay, I know a band's a thousand, but it just went the same. So I got a million account, and that's on Perry, and that's on James and Geraldine. It's my grandparents. Ain't shit popping out unless I got a million fucking bank. And with my husband. But like, like, 
just I may be sounding repetitive, but it's like you gotta get it. Like <laughs> you only have one life to live and life is too short. Like life is too short to life moves pretty fast. If you don't step around and watch it, you will miss it. That was my quote in fucking middle school or some shit. Cause I was really obsessed with John Hughes movies in middle school. And like, it's true. Like worry about what you can control. It's not about the speed. It's about the direction. Like, and nobody care if you were like the first millionaire to get there at 16, like in five years. No, like it's the journey of it all. Like, and you can't skip to the parts of your life that's all handy. Then you got to feel these years. You got to feel the heartbreak, the pain, the struggle. Cause that's what makes the story, baby. Ain't nobody want no quick story. Ain't nobody like no minute man, <laughs> baby. We like the the power for the hour, the power for two hours. You know, we like we like the longevity. The longevity of the story makes it all good. It makes a good the make the make the put. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. Cause y'all not listening. Cause y'all not. Cause y'all not fucking listening. If you're listening, can I get a motherfucking amen? Amen, motherfucking pastor. Tell him, Shirley. I got you. You know, like. <laughs> Cause I'm speaking too real, y'all niggas ain't ready, and y'all niggas ain't ready for this hot motherfucking heat. That's on period, and that's on what? That's on period. So, as I wrap this up, one more time, we're gonna live in our truth, in our light, and our live, and our live in our true, authentic self. Why be a carbon copy of yourself, bitch? It literally serves nobody. Cause if you ain't yourself, then who are you, sis? Who's trying to impress? Ain't nobody pressed for you. Nobody is net. Nobody press for you, sis. Live you while you can, cause you don't wanna live your life like damn. I try my. I try being somebody else this whole time and look at me stuck. Don't give a fuck what nobody say about you. Don't give a fuck about what nobody think about you, cause it don't matter. Shit don't matter. You and God. That's the only motherfucking opinion that matters. I'll be damned if I live my life based on other people's opinions. Fuck that. Fuck you. You don't know me. You don't know my story. You don't know what I've been through and who I had to overcome. Because, baby, if you knew my story, I don't got to prove my story. If you just knew, I don't got to prove shit to you. You don't need to know my story. You just need to know I did this shit. I did the fuck out of it. I'm going to continue to do the fuck out of it because that's what I was put on this earth for. I'm going to be that bitch continuously. And I'm going to continue to level up on these bitches. I'm going to raise the price on you bitches. I'm not going to get off these you bitches necks. Because, baby, that's what I was put on this here to do. I was put on this to inspire. You little sister looking up at me like, ooh. Oh, she a bad bitch. Let me go be like her. Let me go level up like her. You over here looking at bitches that ain't do shit but shake their ass and fuck the right nigga. Baby, do what you do for you. What are you, you gonna be the next baby mama? Live. Do you. Do you, boo. Not nobody else. Not Ori. Not Alexis. Not Jada Waiter. Do you. Do motherfucking you. Because they, they, they live in their life. They got the check. They got the Fashion Nova employee discount. Do you? And that's all I'm going to say on that. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I don't like that. I don't like that when y'all just don't be living in y'all true selves. I don't like that. It's not cute, sweetie. Live, live you. Because who else can you be in this world? God gave you one personality. He gave you one life. And you're going to be in somebody else or envying somebody else. Don't compare yourself to shit. Don't compare yourself to nobody because nobody got you. Nobody has your will. Nobody has your life. Nobody has your story. So why are you comparing yourself to be somebody else? When you compare, you fail. You compare, you fail. That is the. You're complacent with being somebody else. When you fail, you are taking all the wins you just got 
and not even looking at them as wins. You're looking at them as failures because compared to somebody else, you know, they were this age and at this time and I'm I'm just starting out. Okay. What what okay, what little John say? Okay. Sis, okay. Nobody gives a fuck. What they do, do you. Why are you comparing? And if I bet you that person tried to compare themselves to somebody else, the person you compare yourself to, and I was like, nah, I gotta stop this. I gotta stop this. I gotta stop this. And you gotta stop that. Don't compare yourself. It's not needed. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Live in your truth. Live in your true and raw, authentic self. Because I'm going to say it so y'all motherfuckers get it. I'm going to say it. And I see a lot of you bitches. I don't call y'all bitches as a... I call y'all bitches because that's how I call y'all. Y'all not bitches, but y'all bitches. But alright. But like, I see a lot of y'all bitches. Y'all just be like, there. And y'all put on a smile. And the smile is... I know we deal with mental health issues and depression and anxiety and crippling fear. And, you know, I I know, I know. But sometimes not everybody needs to see you smile. Not Nobody smiles 24-7, sis. Nobody smiles 24-7, sir. It's okay. I'm not saying you got to let these niggas, like, you got to ball out and really fucking fried chicken Wednesday. But, like, not everything got to be perfect. Live in your life. Smile, cry, be angry, yell, shit. Do something as to where you're not always trying to put on a brave face. Because no one cares about the brave face, sis. Because you're trying to put a brave face for people that don't give a shit. I promise you they don't. They, I promise you they don't. So you hurting yourself trying to prove somebody else that you okay when you're not. Go to the counseling services, talk to somebody, write it out, journal it, sing it, speak it, you know, write a poem, do whatever... You can help express your feelings. You could sh- do this shit on your voice memos and never share it to nobody. Because you need to have more conversations with yourself and talking to yourself. People be like, you talk to yourself? Bitch, I'm the only person who got the right answers. Bitch, I know me. Do you know me? Do you know you? Do you know you? Because, <laughs> sweetie, I talk to you, have good conversations with myself. This bitch smart. This bitch smart, smart. She got education. She call it. She got that education. I'm done. I'm done. I'm stupid. But yes, because I talk to yourselves. Let it out. Like whatever. That nigga made you mad. You're sad. Like you're like on the brink of you know taking your life. Speak it out. Maybe just talk. It's hard. It's it's good to let the thoughts flow out because if you just stay in your head, of course they're just gonna, you're gonna succumb to what you hear. Speak it out loud so you can have a, a voice and reason. If you just keep hearing, you're not shit, you're not shit. Like, if you keep hearing them voices, you're going to believe them. So speak it out and have a conversation. I promise you it'll change you for the better. And if it doesn't, you know, you could personally take that shit out your therapist. Don't come for me. I'm not a damn therapist, bitch. But yes, I'm just telling you just like, just live. I'm going to say live in your what, ladies and gentlemen? Live in your truth. Okay. Okay. And maybe next time y'all get y'all shit together and we'll have this conversation. We're not to say it 15, 15, 11 times, baby boy. <laughs> baby boy. <laughs> we'll get it together. Because what y'all gonna do? Y'all, one more time. I, I don't think y'all motherfucking hear me. And I swear to God, if y'all motherfuckers ain't say that shit, y'all better say it one more time. On the count of three, two, one. Oh, y'all thought it was a joke? I'm gonna give y'all one more fucking time. One, two, three. Y'all still quiet. Again.
Y'all better speak the motherfucking up. Y'all better speak the motherfucking speak up. Baby, I can't hear you. Speak in your what? Speak in your truth. Live in your truth. And that's on period, baby. I'm gonna end this shit.